Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. My name is Kevin McDonald. Obviously, I'm your host. And today in studio for the second whole hour, we have an author with us. She is author of a couple of books. She has a new one out, and it's called The Mood Cure. She's a nutritionist, and uh, she's looking for a natural way to balance her um, your your uh, diet and to work on your moods. Her She also had a book out. Uh, the first book was called The Diet Cure. Julia Ross is her name. And without further ado, I would like to welcome Julia Ross. Julia, how are you? I'm fine. Happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Are your arms tired? You flew all the way from San Francisco today. <laughs> But I was glad to see a little sun above the clouds. <laughs> yeah, because there's none down here. That's right. And it looks like it's going to be this way all day long. So, so just sit back. It's raining outside. Sit inside and listen to Julia Ross because we've got some things that we want to talk about today. And oh, by the way, if you'd like to give her a call, you can do that. 425-373-5527 or 888-298. 5569. Julia has written two books. You probably have written more than that in your lifetime, but two books that we're going to talk about, which is uh, um, the the first one. And I just want to touch on the first one is the uh, um, is the uh, um, the, the diet, diet cure. cure. The diet cure. <laughs> talk to me about the diet cure. What what was the premise of that book? Well, I've been directing treatment programs for people struggling with eating disorders. Um, for many years, and I discovered fairly early on that psychotherapy alone was not very successful as a treatment. And so I began to hire nutritionists to see if we couldn't make an impact, if we couldn't help people eliminate the cravings that drove them into compulsive eating and bulimia uh, or cause them to have the kind of crazy thinking that made them anorectic. And sure enough, um, after about six years of experimentation with nutritionists on staff, we developed some techniques that have had a remarkable, really revolutionary effect on, on our success rates because we can stop the moods that, that uh, force people to overeat and we can stop the actual cravings for the carbohydrates that uh, drive people crazy. You can? We can. Oh, good. And that's what the diet cure is all about, a cure for dieting. We don't have to diet anymore because there are real solid fast-acting nutritional strategies that will take care of the problem. And literally, when I say fast-acting, I'm talking about within a few minutes, uh, 15, 20 minutes, um, 24 hours at the most, you can start feeling the effects. You can start feeling the effects of of the food that you're eating? That, the food that, that you're eating, no. Uh, on their own, people are going to continue to eat the same way they've always eaten. But by adding nutritional supplements that actually reprogram the brain so that it doesn't crave junk foods, we get this very quick freedom from those cravings. Oh, very cool. Very cool. And then you, so you wrote the, ba- the, the next book, which is The Mood Cure. And that, I assume, is designed to cure your moods. That's right. 
Uh, part of the reason I wrote it was because there were no men who were willing to pick up the diet cure, although it had a lot of good information that applied <laughs> to men. Uh, we're we're not willing to do a lot of stuff like that. Well, I'm glad that men don't diet as much as women do because dieting is one of the causes of um, depression, anxiety, and overeating. You get the rebound overeating as a almost inevitable consequence of low-calorie dieting. So men are spared some of that problem, but they are suffering uh, right along with women in terms of increased rates of anxiety and depression, irritability, and stress. Um, and so they need to have access to to the kind of strategies that will change that picture so that they can deal with whatever's coming at them with a lot more solidity and serenity. Julia, one of the people who comes on our show and is a co- actually a co-host of the show, and, and and she's on the phone, she talks to us quite a little bit. Can I invite her into the conversation for oh, just I'd a little bit? Oh, I love that. Oh, terrific. Kim? Kim Miller, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> and uh, I'm going to leave this book for you. Okay. It's called The Mood Cure. Oh, I need that. Yeah, because and and Kim Kim is one of our favorite people, but she was moving a couple a month and a half ago or so, and she there was a T-shirt that she wanted to get that said "I hate everybody and you're next." That's right. Because she, she was having a difficult day. I was having a difficult day. So Kim, listen in because we're going to talk about the stress that we go through on a day to day basis, how to combat that through nutrition. And how you how to have, lead a more balanced life? Well, some specific a, yeah. moods that are um, much more of a problem to people in the Seattle area than to anywhere else in the United States. Um, and those are the the dark cloud moods. We call them caused by a deficiency of one of the brain chemicals that is our anti uh, is our antidepressant at, of tremendous power, and it's called serotonin. So it turns out sunlight stimulates this particular brain chemical to come out in our brains and make us feel sunny and flexible and easygoing and not irritable and helps us sleep deeply and restfully. And if there isn't a lot of sun, we we begin to get a steady decline in the levels of this feel-good brain chemical. And if we're born with low levels, if we haven't been eating properly, if we're under a lot of stress, we're already low. And then living in Seattle is going to, to be the, uh, the cherry on the cake. I guess, Kim, that means you have to move. That, you know, that's why I'm heading to Spokane this weekend. It was, <laughs> it was 75 degrees there last weekend. I'm hoping it's that way this weekend, too. So. <laughs> you have fun. And All right. We'll, and we'll see you tonight at P&G. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Serotonin. There are people, Seattle, I, I'm a native Seattleite. I've lived here all my life. So I'm used to the weather here. And my wife is used to the weather because she's also native. And so actually, if there's too much sun, we kind of hope for a cloudy day occasionally. But we have lots of transplants here. And lots of folks came with with with. They haven't adapted. No, they have not. How do you help somebody? And I I know it's in the book, but how do you help somebody adapt and and to to get more serotonin in their diet? Well, it turns out that it's very easy, but... First, we have to know what foods feed the brain the kinds of nutrients that it can use to make more serotonin. And oh. there's really only one kind of food that can do that, and that is food that contains a lot of protein. So I'm talking about eggs, fish, chicken, beef, pork, cottage cheese, um, all of which have lots of all of the amino acids, which are components of protein that we need, including the one specific one. There are 22 aminos in all, but we only need one to feed the brain and, and improve our moods uh, very quickly, and that's called tryptophan. 
So while we're building up our tryptophan stores by changing our diet so that we eat protein three times a day, no less than three times a day, we are going to be able to take some supplements that will speed up the process for a few months. And then we won't need it anymore as our diet really takes hold in the brain. But uh, the supplement that uh, I recommend to most transplants to Seattle at least uh, is called 5-HTP or 5-hydroxytryptophan which is the specific food that the brain converts really literally in seconds into more serotonin, and you can feel it very, very quickly. Really? Now, you, can you pick that up at any health any food health store? Any health food store, any and all. Okay, so get your pen and paper and write this down and say that again. 5-H-T-P, 5-hydroxytryptophan. But all the health food stores know it by 5-H-T-P, and that's what you should ask for if you go in. Um, but... You should probably get the book and take the four-part questionnaire that the book starts off with because one of the four sections has to do with the question, are you deficient in serotonin? And there are very specific symptoms. If you're obsessive, if you have panic attacks, if you have trouble sleeping, if you tend to be irritable, even when there's really nothing particularly uh, annoying going on, um, if you have lack of confidence, there's a whole list of, of symptoms that are unique to this particular deficiency situation. And then it turns out that the brain has three other uh, centers that control mood and appetite, and each one of those has a different set of deficiency symptoms. So, for example, we're all familiar with endorphin, which is our natural chocolate, our natural heroin, our natural pleasure producer and painkiller. And if we're low in that, instead of being able to just let things roll off our backs and moving on after something painful happens, we really have a hard time rebounding. Uh, we, we're sensitive, very sensitive, and people usually comment on that. Interesting. So we can control, you know, and I'm one that I, when I'm hungry, I eat. But a lot of times that doesn't solve my problem because I'm still hungry for something that I didn't eat. Is that, do you address, how do you, how do you fix that so that you don't overeat, so that you, you know you're eating the, the right stuff? Well, first of all, there are very, it's a very limited number of foods that people tend to overeat. You know, that people don't typically overeat chicken or uh, spinach. You know, I am uh, one of those. <laughs> I used to sell chicken for a living, so I overeat chicken, I, so sadly. Um, well, you're very unusual in that way, too, and it's probably a good thing. Maybe that's why you, you survived Seattle so well, because yes. you've got plenty of protein coming in. But most people who overeat are overeating sweets and starches. Yeah. And um, so we call this carbohydrate addiction because both sweets and starches are carbohydrates. And it's very important that we get over and overeating these kinds of foods, because they don't contain significant amounts of protein, so they can't feed the brain. The more carbs we eat, the less good we're going to feel in the long run, even though they give us like a, a, drug, a brief drug-like high initially. So these supplements, again, um, by restoring normal mood and appetite chemistry in the brain, these nutritional supplements of amino acids will stop these cravings for carbohydrates. Wow. So then you don't crave them, you don't eat That's them, right. and you don't gain the weight. And we've been watching this with the most severe carb addicts in the world, you know, the bulimics, the compulsive eaters uh, who are eating, you know, three and four cakes a day and so forth in our clinic. So when we say these things are, su are successful, we're talking about very difficult cases. 
When we come back, I want you to say that again. Did you say three or four cakes a day? Oh, yes. Wow. Who knew? We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to Positive Talk in the Afternoon here on KKNW 1150 AM. My name is Kevin McDonald. I'm your host. And today, Julia Ross is here, and she has written the book, The Mood Cure. And we talk about a four-step program to rebalance our emotional chemistry and rediscover our natural sense of well-being while we're eating four cakes a day. Um, No, um, I'm just kidding. When we left the break, Julia has has an extensive background working with food disorders and eating disorders, correct? I sure do. Uh, Since 1983. And I'm just trying to imagine the, the, pain that somebody must be going through if they in the course of an evening feel compelled to eat that much and then purge it or not and then all the the emotional roller coaster that that that's that's more common than a lot of people think isn't it oh it sure is it's very common people don't talk about it much but the trouble uh, the trouble is and the thing that that really catapults people into bulimia is that Sweets and starches can be incredibly addictive, as addictive as any drug. And so when you've been hooked, you can't stop. And yet a lot of women just can't live with the weight gain that that results from overeating carbs. And so they go to throwing up or using laxatives or whatever and uh, really get caught in this, this spiral. I guess my the point would be, at least for me, would be what would be the point of uh, I, I know is it that that they feel guilty after they've eaten it? No, they're and, afraid of the weight gain, and so they'll just they just as a matter of course they'll just yes oh yes interesting interesting and it, do you have any idea on, on, in a percentage of the population uh, how many people have gone through either anorexia or 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 bulimia? Do you have any idea? Well, I don't think that the uh the statistics are very good because people don't volunteer information about this. But no. um, in my experience, it's the bulimia in particular is much more common than you'd imagine. And um, in in the high schools where I lecture in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, I always ask them the question: How many of you or the girls that you know um, have been through either under eating, overeating, or bulimia? And I always get 60 to 80%. Wow. Wow. How do you help people work through that? I know it's a long process and it's very Well, it's, it's very a difficult. long process if there's a, a lot of emotion behind it. If there are sexual abuse, for example, um, a lot of psychotherapy is needed. But uh, what we find is that the majority of people who develop the overeating or, or bulimic pattern really have a biochemical imbalance. Um, they've become addicted to the foods uh, that are ru- ruling their lives and ruining their lives. Um, and they need some help biochemically to stop the pattern. They also need psychotherapy to deal with years of wasted years and all the guilt and shame and so forth. But um, in order to really put a stop to it, uh, they need to change their brain chemistry because the brain's in charge when it comes to food cravings. 
and their cravings are out of control. Fortunately, we discovered in 1986, after six years of trying to encourage people to just eat better uh, and giving them lots of psychotherapy, uh, we found that there were ways to address these deficiencies in the brain chemistry that were causing the compulsive cravings and to turn those cravings off. And so since 1986, we, uh, my clinic um, in Marin County, California, has been, we've treated uh, several thousand um, people with eating disorders, and the majority of them stop the compulsive eating within two days. Wow. Well, let's go through that. You have a clinic in, in San Francisco. If somebody wanted to contact you about going there, how would they do that? Well, the, there's information about the clinic recovery systems in Marin County, California, just north of San Francisco, uh, in the book, and also on the website, moodcure.com. www.moodcure.com. I can't say that. Nobody can. I don't know what it is. www.moodcure.com. And you can go to the website and you can get all the information about you. And now you're going to be actually out and about in the next couple, three days. I'm sorry you can't enjoy this beautiful uh, Seattle <laughs> weather that we brought you more. Well, I'm bringing some California sun in the form of, of nutritional suggestions here to help people out of their winter blues. Oh, that would be terrific. Where are you going to be this weekend? Well, tonight I'm going to be at the East West Bookstore uh, from 7 to 8.30, uh, and that's at 6500 Roosevelt Way. And then on... Uh, Saturday night, I'm going to be at the University Bookstore uh, on University Way, um, and that's at 3 p.m. It's an okay. afternoon lecture. And that same day, uh, from 10 to 1, I'm going to be doing a workshop for people who want to get more intensively into this um, with the Wellness uh, Network. And uh, their number, if people are interested in getting information about this, is 206-328-9975. Where's the workshop going to be held? You know, I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> have... call, call that number, which is, again... 206-328-9975. And you can participate in the workshop that's happening from 10 to 1 on Saturday. And, uh, and you can also go to her lecture, which is going to be at 3 o'clock at, at the University of the Bookstore uh, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Or tonight from 7 to 8.30... At East West Books, which is 45th and Roosevelt. That's right. So it's right down, it's right where we all live. So go down there and see her. East West Books is easy to get to and it's easy to get in and out of. So, If any of your listeners are naturopaths or no naturopaths, I'm going to be speaking at the naturopathic convention, which is uh, tomorrow night, Friday night uh, in Tacoma. Oh, wonderful. And so the naturopath needs to turn turn out there, and we actually have a couple who regularly appear on the show. So so, right. and we're we're looking for more. So send some our way, would you? And we this is the book, the mood cure, and this, in your own words, tell us what the book will be able to accomplish for somebody. And and first of all, where can they get it? Is it it? Can you get it at all major bookstores? Oh yes, it's just and it's at Amazon. Fairly recently and, been released, and yes. so it's available everywhere. So in your own words, tell, tell us about this book. How will it help someone? We've been talking a lot about uh, food addiction and, and cravings for sweets and starches and so forth. But uh, The Diet Cure is really probably the best book for, for complete information on that topic. Right. For people who, whose primary problem or uh, one of whose primary problem is mood, 
depression, anxiety, stress, um, stress, uh, that oversensitivity that makes you cry at commercials. Um, <laughs> those... I always thought I was just sensitive. <laughs> uh, that that kind of thing is um, is something that you can discover a lot more about, and not just understand why you feel that those feelings, but um, figure out how you can get free of some of the unnecessary suffering that you may be going through. Some of the things like stress and those sorts of things you can actually modify through diet. Oh, yes. We have, we're, we come fully equipped. If we're well-nourished, we're fully equipped with natural chemicals that relax us after stress, make us actually want to enjoy stress, you know, bring it on. I don't know how many of your listeners remember when they used to feel excited by stress, you know, like the first day of college or the first date, sure. that kind of thing. So there's a very positive experience of stress that we can have, but most of us have lost it because we've just had too much of it. These are chemicals that can be restored naturally, but we have to eat in a certain way. And the, the real uh, high stress diet is the high carbohydrate diet. Uh, because it stresses the body enormously just in the processing of the sweets and starches. So we've got to move away from those foods towards the calming foods, which are proteins, vegetables, and good fats. And by good fats, I mean butter, um, coconut oil, coconut milk. It's interesting that you say that because a lot of folks, and I grew I grew up when cholesterol was such a bad thing and everybody was getting off of butter sure, and going to, going to margarine, margarine and that sort of thing. And now the actually the reverse is true. That's right. We know that margarine is a killer, yeah. uh, especially uh, to our hearts and circulatory system. Um, but saturated fats are, are not. Uh, there's lots of great evidence that saturated fats are actually very health, healthful and the thing that, that's so wonderful about them that we've our grandmothers knew was that they're stable. They don't go rancid. You can leave them out on the table and they'll still be fine. And that's what happens in the body. They help protect us from uh, oxidation, which is another word for rancidity and uh, the cause of a lot of disease. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. The oxidation and go down that road of the disease and the oxidation and well, so forth. Well, uh, most people uh, are very excited about antioxidants. Uh, They think of them as vitamin C, vitamin E. Um, There are lots of them, actually, that protect us from this oxidation or rancidity process. And the cells um, are are sensitive. And uh, if they're exposed to um, the wrong kinds of nutrients and they're always exposed to oxygen, uh, they're going to uh, develop some damage that can lead to disease such as cancer. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So we want to have really good fats. And the brain is 60% fat. And so the brain likes saturated fat. It likes olive oil. But it really prefers the fats that you get from fish. So here, this is one thing that Seattle has in abundance. And that's the kind of fats that the brain really needs. So, But if you're not a fish eater, and by that I mean at least four times a week, then you really need to get some fish oil in your system in the, in the form of supplements. Four times a week, really? The Japanese um, traditionally low cancer, low heart disease, low depression, um, and they eat about two and a half to three pounds a week. I thought it was the rice all this time, and it was. It's, <laughs> well, now, 
<laughs> I understand that that uh, up here because of the abundance of salmon that we have, that salmon is is very good for for salmon contains lots of this omega three fat, this yes. special fat that the brain prefers above any other fat, um, and it makes the cells of the brain work beautifully. I was just reading. Um, the story of a man who'd suffered from manic depression for 30 years, actually from this area, um, who was able to uh, completely recover uh, with a combination of SAM-E, which is a brain nutrient, and an extraordinary amount, uh, 13 capsules a day of concentrated fish oil. Um, There have been many studies showing that depression responds beautifully to fish oil supplementation, but they use about nine grams, you know, not 13. Wow. Wow. So you mean you don't have to take Valium for the rest of your life? You could take fish oil <laughs> and you can maybe get get rid of your depression. Well, anxiety, it really is a scourge. It's, it's epidemic proportions. Um, both anxiety and depression have risen, uh, have yeah. tripled in the last 10 years. And so um, a lot of people, a lot of doctors are tempted to give prescriptions for things like Valium just to give people some relief because they don't know there's anything else available. But one of the uh, things that I talk about a lot in the book is how you deal with anxiety. And it turns out we have a chemical in the brain called GABA, which is our natural Valium. And molecule for molecule is a lot more powerful. So all of us have had the experience where we, you know, we had a massage and suddenly, ah, that wonderful feeling. That's a surge of GABA, which is our natural relaxer. And GABA itself is available in any health food store. Really? So you yes. can just go to, go to, we have a good friend of ours. His name is Jerry Armour and he runs the Good Health Pantry and he, he has GABA down there because sure. we talked about it on Tuesday. Uh-huh. And, and so all of the good quality health food stores and vitamin stores will have that. That's right. And they have it in everything from a hundred to 500 milligrams. And I always recommend that people start with the lowest amount because um, sometimes uh, you can get too relaxed. Uh, your blood pressure goes down. and <laughs> You fall asleep when you're driving. It's not a good idea. And now, how is that different, Gabba? How is that different from, say, valerian root or or? Well, it's kava a nutrient. Kava. It's a nutrient. Okay. Kava, kava, and valerian are drugs. And uh, we've had a number of experiences with side effects of both. So we don't like to go with the herbal approach when we have a good nutrient available that does the job and it does it directly. There are no side effects because it's just a food and it's the specific food that the brain uses to make this wonderful relaxing substance. So the purpose of the brain's, you know, need of this, that the, why does the brain want GABA? It wants it because it neutralizes adrenaline and adrenaline is very obviously stressful. The brain wants to calm that down and GABA turns adrenaline off like a faucet. So and I know you said this, but I just want to say it again for emphasis. If you eat right and you exercise right and you take care of your body, the marvelous machine that it is will take care of you. That's right. It's wonderfully forgiving. You know, we can feed it garbage and starve it with, with low-cal diets for years and years and years. We put the, the nutrients into it, you know, in the form of supplements, and it responds. Literally, we, we watch it in our office within five to ten minutes people start to notice it so there's hope for me yet that i can get this all in a pill (laughs) i'm just kidding we're going to go ahead and take a break we're going to be back right after these messages with more with julia ross all right welcome back to positive talk in the afternoon my name is kevin mcdonald i'm your host and today we're with julia ross and julia ross has written the book the mood cure 
and it presents a comprehensive program that includes the use of amino acids, which can deliver results in as fast as 24 hours, combined with a diet that is rich in good mood foods like protein, healthy fat, and key vegetables. Beginning with an individualized mood-type questionnaire, readers can create their own nutrotherapy master plan using targeted supplements, mood repair, menus, and recipes. That is so key because so many people look to someone else to manage their diet for them when they feel like they're out of whack and need some help. So now they can go and they can look up what their issue is and develop a diet our program around that. Is that right? That's right. Which is, which, where have you been? (laughs) (laughs) We we could have used you a long time ago. Well, the reason I'm back is that I I was up here several months ago and there was so much response to the lectures that I gave because there's so much need here for relief of this dark cloud emotional state. Um, It is an amazing thing. When you start talking about, when you start putting out there that people can actually have an impact in their own life, that they don't need to wait for somebody else to fix them, that they can go about fixing themselves, everybody then starts to get excited about that prospect. They do. They do. Because, uh, and when I say, you know, this this will work in a few minutes or at the long, you know, the longest two days, I'm not exaggerating. This is based on my work as a clinician since 1980, you know, for six years trying to just tell people to eat more healthfully and finding that they couldn't, then starting to to learn about how we could use nutritional supplements to change the way we feel and and to change our feelings about food so that we can turn to foods that are going to make us feel better rather than constantly wanting the foods that we know are going to make us feel worse in the long run. And and at the same time, you don't necessarily have to go to the prescription drug department to get the stuff that you need to fix. You can do it through your diet. Well, that's a really good point. A lot of people here and everywhere in the United States are buying drugs like Prozac um, that affect serotonin, this part of the brain that that is um, stimulated by sunlight and depressed by darkness, um, as well as a poor diet. Um, and a lot of those people come to our clinic and they say, well, the drugs helped at first, and now they're not helping as much, or now we've got a lot of side effects, we're gaining weight, um, we've, uh, we've got uh, problems with, with orgasm and with sexual interest in general. There are a lot of potential side effects from the drugs, um, and we'd like to get off. And um, how can we do it? And so the book has an entire chapter on that subject. You know, what do I do if I'm on an antidepressant or I'm seriously considering it? And what I basically recommend is that people who are already on antidepressants wait till the spring when there is some sun. (laughs) (laughs) And you feel flowery and the flowers are coming out and it's just much prettier anyway. So before they experiment with going off the drugs, wait till there's a little sunlight to to assist in the transition. But immediately talk to whoever's prescribing it and say, I would like to take some 5-HTP for at least a few weeks along with my antidepressant. And um, with the exception of one MD, we have always had the cooperation of these doctors because they know how frustrated people get with the drugs. They don't get the complete answer. Um, And so they always say, well, it probably won't do any good, but go ahead. And sure enough, in the vast majority of cases, it, it makes things much, much better within a day or two. 
And then they go back to their doctor and say, you know, when it's, I'd like to stay on the 5-HTP, and when it's spring, I'd like to, or summer, I'd like to go start experimenting with going down off of my antidepressant. And if my uh, bad mood uh, is permanently at bay using these natural things, I'd like to stay off the antidepressant. But if it comes back, I'd be willing to go back on. And we've had hundreds and hundreds of people go through this process and successfully get off of antidepressants or get much better results while they're on them. Now, would you recommend that if somebody felt like they needed to go to somebody to maybe get on some antidepressants and so forth, that they go through some natural steps first before they commit? Well, that's one of the things that I say in this chapter is you may be very seriously depressed. You may be suicidal. And I wouldn't want you to risk exploring anything that would help you. So, for example, um, people say, I'm suicidal. Should I try the natural thing or should I go right to a drug? And I say, call a psychiatrist and make an appointment. And in the meantime, take some 5-HTP and you'll know in two days, even before you get to the psychiatrist, whether the 5-HTP is going to help you. And if it does, you can go there, talk to the psychiatrist, and make some kind of a strategy. Um, but uh, don't delay if you have a serious depression in getting all the help you need. No, and you can use the natural supplements in combination with the, um, uh, like, Prozac or You can, or as long as you're uh, paying attention to the possibility that at some point you might get too much serotonin. It's called serotonin syndrome. So you might get some uh, excess serotonin syndrome uh, symptoms. And so... You would want to do that short term. So, so what are some of those? You're just too happy. No. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't that be a tough thing? The list is uh, fairly extensive, and it, it's mostly been learned by psychiatrists giving people too many drugs that affect the same part of the brain. Um, so, frankly, we haven't seen it, but what we have seen occasionally is there could be some sleep disturbance, some queasiness, um, but there are more. Uh, more serious symptoms that could develop. And some people have died from too much serotonin, not from supplements, but from medication. So as long as you're on a medication, you need to keep in mind that you could get too much. And uh, I've got a list of the serotonin symptoms in the book, and uh, people just need to stay familiar with them, and, and their practitioner is also always familiar with them. I guess the, uh, the rule of thumb here is that you need to take charge of your own health and well-being. And, and you can't. And you can't. Yeah, and, we've got the tools now. And and more so than ever before. And doctors, as we were discussing on the break, are becoming more and more aware of natural remedies, in tune to them, and tolerant of them. Because so many people would rather go natural than they would to go through the prescription process. Oh, yeah. There's so many people feel so guilty about knuckling under as they, you know, they feel, I don't feel that way. I feel that people who are experiencing chronic depression and anxiety need help. And it's not, it's totally understandable that they go for something that would offer them some relief. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell spent three or four years in psychotherapy before she finally tried an antidepressant and got uh, some help. So um, I don't blame people for turning towards those things if they don't know anything else. But now we know that you can get some help in the same part of the brain that the drugs affect, and we can do it naturally and more effectively in most cases. And over-the-counter. Right. And temporary. We don't have to be dependent on drugs for life. The drugs typically 
don't correct anything. So you go off of them and you're back where you were or in a worse place. So it's but a Band-Aid. The, yeah, but the nutrients in a few months can make some permanent corrections, especially if you change your diet at the same time and have the protein three times a day. And then you've got a permanent correction and you just keep your bottle of 5-HTP in the fridge for the wintertime when you might have a few low days when it gets particularly dark. When it's just not sunny outside. <laughs> Julia Ross is going to be at East West Books tonight at 7 o'clock. And that is on 45th and Roosevelt. And she'll be here from there from 7 to 8.30. She's going to be Saturday at the University Bookstore at 3 o'clock. And that's from 3 to about 5, I think, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the University Bookstore on University. Yes, and there is a clinic that you're going to put on at 10 o'clock in the morning till 1 on Saturday. And if somebody would like to go to that, they need to call this number. It's the Depression Wellness Network, and it's 206-528-9975. And if you want to look, if you want to learn all about her stuff and, and mood cure and diet cure and the two books that she's written, you can do that by going to um, her website. www dot moodcure.com moodcure.com <laughs> which is a great thing and uh we're we've just got a few minutes left and uh do you have that's i don't have a question for anybody i'd like i have a copy of the book that i would like to give away to to one of our listeners and if you would like to uh, um have that book I'd, uh, you can give us a call and i will send it to you because it's it's really is you can take charge of your emotions you can take charge of your life and you can do it all in 24 hours and eat chicken by the way chicken is very good for you and uh that at least that's what i always say because i used to sell chicken you know so <laughs> now do you do you <laughs> we'll go down the chicken road just a little bit do you think that uh um actually you know what we've got just a few minutes left but jennifer in seattle wants to say something <laughs> jennifer how are you I'm doing fine. Good. You're on with Julia Ross. Hold on. She has to put her headsets on. Okay. There Hi, she Jennifer. is. Hi, thanks. Sure. Um, I kind of tuned in late to the show. Um, and That'll teach you. <laughs> well, you mentioned the uh, there was a place you could go. You said you've seen people go into like the shop and have a dramatic result from from taking certain supplements. And I didn't know where the shop was. Oh, no, health food stores. Any health food store in the Seattle area okay. will, will have the, the supplements, the amino acid supplements that I recommend in the book. Um, so you could, like, take your book in and yes. go and say, okay, I need to do this. Exactly. you often see recommendations for, um, for what to take, but it's not always easy to remember and, and get organized about it. That's right. There's a there's a, a list of that I, in the book of all the supplements that I recommend and why. Okay. So that you can just take it right into the store and say these are the ones I need. And uh, and as as I said earlier, the the book starts with a four part questionnaire so that you can figure out what supplements are going to be right for you. You don't need uh, most people don't need all of the supplements that change mood, uh, but it's easy to figure out which ones are right for you. And okay. then you can go and and get them and experiment with them. And where um, can you get the book? You probably said that as well. But. Well, uh, I'm going to be speaking at East West Books tonight and then University Bookstore. Okay. Um, and But they're pretty easy to get and, and you know, online, at Amazon, and so forth as well. Okay, that sounds great. Thanks. Jennifer, that sounded like a setup. You did a great job of getting the word out. <laughs> well, um, I'm interested in the topic. Well, thanks, Jennifer. <laughs> All right. Take Bye. care. Bye. Thank you so much. Well, anything that we can do to keep us 
living and 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 getting better and taking personal responsibility for our health and our stuff and that's what we'd like to do. You know, there's there's one thing we haven't talked about and that is a lot of people are suffering from a lack of energy and they're using Starbucks as the solution. Uh, and uh, and what's wrong with that? <laughs> well, there are a lot of things wrong with that and a lot of people know it. They're, they're not sleeping well. They've got uh, cysts in the breast and, and so forth. So there are a lot of reasons to avoid excessive amounts of caffeine and it's easy to do if you feel alert naturally. Well, see, now I regulate myself really well. I do. I have uh, uh, my, my, my caffeine in the morning and my Henry Weinards at night, and, and I'm perfectly regulated. <laughs> I'm just You need kidding. to read this book. <laughs> I, yes, you're darn tootin' I do. By the way, um, I, I know that we're lining up to, to pick up a free copy of Julia Ross's book, but sorry, kids, you're going to have to go buy one now. Uh, Debbie Smith has picked up the copy, and thank you, Debbie, for listening. And you guys... Just need to go to East West Books tonight, and you can meet Julia herself, and she can talk to you in regards to your own issues, your own personal stuff that you have going on. And so we we thank you for that. And thank you for spending the hour with me. You're I, welcome. It was a pleasure. Anything that we can do to make people feel a little bit more more like they're in control is, is good for us. Good Great. for us. And Katie Evans is here. She's wandered into the room. She's got Lighten Up with Katie Evans that's on next. I want Julia to stay for another hour because it was so fascinating <laughs> what she was talking no. about. I didn't want to get out of the car. Good stuff. <laughs> Thank you. You're doing good work. You know what we're going to talk about today on the Lighten Up program? I can't imagine. I know where Cheetos got its name. <laughs> you know where Cheetos got its name? I did. It's Cheese Toes. We are going to talk. Lisa Krunick's here, my associate. We're going to talk about foods that have no reason to exist except to kill you. Like Twinkies. Like Twinkies, like cotton candy. Oh, oh, you know what they're doing now with Twinkies? They're deep frying them. Have you have you heard this, Julia? They're breading them more, and along with Snickers bars, and deep frying them. Just what we need. (laughs) It is the absolute grossest thing in margarine. Exactly, (laughs) of course. It's the grossest thing, and we seem destined to, to find stuff to gross us out, and 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 the, and then people sell it to us, and and then we buy it. You know what kills me? And we is, get addicted to it and can't stop buying it. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. like it's like a Snickers on a stick that they put into uh, um, breading, and the Snickers bar costs fifty five cents, and then they sell it for two ninety five. Now that's America at its <laughs> finest, and it'll kill you in a week. Free market economy. God bless us. <laughs> Julia Ross, thank you for coming. Thank you. Bye-bye. And you have a wonderful time tonight. East West Books, University Bookstore. Katie Evans is next on the Lighten Up Show with Katie Evans. And you guys are going to have a really good time. Um, before you go, Julia, anything in particular you'd like to say? Just reminding people that they can take control of their moods um, by tomorrow. Wow. And, you know, and we all... I we, want that book. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Debbie's got it. You know, we like to say here that you need to take responsibility for yourself and that each day is a new day and you can start that day to start taking better care of yourself and better responsibility for what happens in your life. And and gosh, what a place to start. You cure your moods, then you can go turn on CNN again and see if you can figure out that. Because right now... <laughs>
You need a mood cure just to watch it. <laughs> just right? to watch television and to watch CNN because it's really icky. So Katie Evans is next. Katie, thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. It's always a pleasure to come in and chat with you for a minute. Oh, I tell you what. It was so cool. We had we had uh, um, Conscious Talk was here. They're on Sundays. Uh-huh. And Martha Norwalk called on the phone. Oh. And you're here. This is like, and Eric said, it's like plug around here. <laughs> <laughs> the whole gang showed up. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.